0: Good morning, boys and girls. We're here for Children's Chapel again at Selwyn Avenue Presbyterian Church, and I'm so glad that you're here today. We are in for a very special treat, if you can see behind me. Let's start with a song, Peace Like a River. Everybody get ready. Okay, I bet some of you know this song. We, pl- we sung it before. Okay, so Peace Like a River.
1: I've got peace like a river, I've got peace like a river, I've got peace like a river in my soul. I've got peace like a river, I've got peace like a river, I've got peace like a river.
0: In my soul, love like the
1: ocean. I've got love like the ocean. I've got love like the ocean. I've got love like the ocean in my soul. I've got love like the ocean. I've got love like the ocean. I've got love like the ocean in my soul. Joy like a fountain. I've got joy like a fountain, I've got joy like a fountain, I've got joy like a fountain in my soul. I've got joy like a fountain, I've got joy like a fountain, I've got joy like a fountain
0: fountain in my soul. Boys and girls, when I sing this song, it always reminds me of the people and the things that bring me peace, love, and joy. And today I'm feeling especially joyful to be, oh, wow, sorry, to be with some of my favorite people in the sanctuary, Mr. Wink and andy and miss margo and some new friends too and so i'm looking forward to our children's chapel today all right i'm going to call up mr wink
2: here we go hi good morning everybody i'm mr wink and uh, uh, we're going to tell the story of um, joshua and to help me tell this story um, i i hope y'all remember andy andy's going to come and help us tell it and a new friend, Eddie, who's going to help tell the story too. And Eddie and Andy are using an ancient art form that's called mime, pantomime. And pantomime, it sounds really special, but actually it's just kind of pretending something is in front of you. are pretending something's there that's not really. But you do it, you pretend to do it so well, everybody can understand and see what you're doing. Like, you could be, um, what well, where are we going to do? You could be, um, wash, uh, 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 You could be walking. You could be walking. And that walking could be on nice soft grass and feel so good. Or you could be walking on some really hot pavement, some hot concrete and driveway. Who yeah, yeah. Or maybe you want to build a wall. Maybe you've got something to build. And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, so that's what pantomime is. I hope you can kind of see what we're going to do. So I'll be telling the story, and Andy and Eddie will be pantomiming the story so that we can all have fun and see it. It's just a little bit of play. And so, yeah, Eddie, thanks very much. (laughs) And so Eddie's off to the side, and so to begin this story, There's a little bit of stuff I want to talk to you about because uh, just so you uh, know uh, how the story starts and where kind of the story fits in the Bible, it's in the book of Joshua and it's about Joshua. But Joshua comes right after Moses. And if you remember a few weeks ago, uh, Moses took the people of Israel out of Egypt and up to the big river, up to the big sea, and he God parted the waters for Moses and all the people to cross safely on the other side and leave the Egyptians back in Egypt. And so, um, so Moses took the people of Israel, he had been promised by God that God would give the people of Israel back the promise, their promised land, the land of Israel, so that they could live in it. Uh, and so Moses took the people through the wilderness through a a land that didn't have many people or not a lot of food and not a lot of water and they went wandering there for a good bit of time and one day... Uh, God came and gave Moses these rules, these laws, on two really big stones. And they were written by God, so they were very special. And these were rules that we all follow. And they're called the Ten Commandments. And I'm sure your mom and dad will be able to tell you a little bit more about that. And that's in the book of Exodus. Um, And so they were so special that they decided to build a big, ark, a big box to put those 10 commandments in, those those two sticks. This was made of gold and they call it the ark of the covenant. It's an ark because kind of like that ark that Noah had, that Noah built to keep him safe and protect him, that's what this ark was doing, was keeping the laws of God safe and protecting it. And it's called a covenant because a covenant is like a promise that's made between you, maybe you and your mom and dad or a promise that you, your friends made with each other, uh, special secrets or something, something really special between you guys. Well, you can have a covenant with God and God makes covenants with us. He makes special promises uh, like you promised the people that he would let them go back to their promised land. So this is called the Ark of the Covenant because it is a box that protects and holds the laws of God and promises that God has made to us. Well, the people would carry the Ark of the Covenant with them all the time. They also had, if you remember, the staff that was put out when the Red Sea parted. They put that in the Ark. So the people traveled for many many years and they got to the very edge they were right across the river from the promised land that god had promised them and the only thing between that was then was the jordan river for them to cross well by this time oh i'm so sorry uh, there's one really really cool thing that i need to show you too before we get started so anyway uh yes so they got to the end of the river and the way they got there, many times, the Ark of the Covenant would show them the way and the path to go in the wilderness so that they could get to where they wanted to go. And to get the people to um, go with the Ark, they would announce uh, when things were moving, when everyone would have to come together and start going from one place to the next, or if there was something important, like when the laws came down, Moses would get all the people together. And they would call the people together with a really cool instrument, And this instrument is called a shofar. Uh, It's kind of like a horn or a trumpet. And it's got a really great name, shofar. I'll say it again and maybe y'all can say it afterwards. Shofar. It's really the horn of a ram. And a ram is like a boy's sheep and they would have horns on them the boys have horns so this is shofar and it makes a really interesting sound and i've only had a day to practice with it but i've been practicing a little bit and um so like i said when something important would happen or when all the people would be called to gather together the priest would play the shofar And that would call the people. Um, I got this shofar from a good friend of mine. This shofar comes from Israel, which is the promised land, which is the land we're going to be talking about. This comes from Israel. And I got this from a friend of mine who, when he has events and things, calls the people together with the shofar. Uh, And He also gave me some other fun things that we can tell the story with too. He's got the shofar, and he gave me some drums because he works, he, has, uh, he works with a group that is a non-profit group called DrumStrong, and DrumStrong is drums to beat cancer. And cancer is like a sickness that people couldn't get, and it get, you, could get you sick. It's kind of scary a little bit, and it usually takes a lot of seeing the doctor and a lot of medicines, and maybe even a little bit of time in the hospital and stuff. So, um, so uh, but what happened was one of Scott's young sons got this cancer, and he thought, well, what can I do about it? So he started drumming to feel better. And he thought, you know, that makes me feel so much better because it reminds me of my heart and my heartbeat. And when he started drumming, he started feeling a lot better and he thought well this could make other people feel better and this could be something that we could all get together and drum and drum so that we all kind of can donate money to help cancer research and the doctors and we can also uh, drum so that people can talk about cancer and people can talk about how to get healthier and better and so he gave me this drum to help tell the story And I wanted to show you this drum, too, because it's really fun. And it's a nice big drum. And I'll let you hear some sounds. So, we'll be playing with that during the story, too. (coughs) So, to get back to our story, We had the people of Israel, they got to the river Jordan, to the banks of the river Jordan. And Moses was getting really old by then. And it was going to be hard for him to take all the people across the river. Um, So he appointed, so God came and appointed uh, Moses' friend, the next person who was going to take care of the people of Israel, for God. Uh, And he appointed this man named Joshua. And he said, "Joshua, you're young and you can help get the people across the river Jordan into the promised land." So, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, you can get the people across the river into the promised land." Um, so God started ta- uh, so God uh, told Joseph to get the people up close to the river, was to take the shofar with priest. And the Ark of the Covenant, and to come to the River Jordan to its banks with the Ark and with the priest and the shofar, with the people behind. And as Joshua came in, and the Ark and the people in the Ark, as the Ark touched the water the waters went back just like Moses and they went all the way back to another city and it opened up so that the people could start getting across. Joshua and the ark stayed in the middle of the river to keep the river from from closing back up so the people could cross safely. When the people crossed, Joseph told tw- some of the special people, like 12 people, he had 12 people uh, come by to get 12 rocks, big rocks out of the middle of the Jordan. And he wanted to put those rocks up over into the promised land and build a nice, large um, m- a temple, a nice, large memorial for to show this great miracle that had happened with the water that was still being held back uh, by, uh, by God's will. And they built this ark. They built this great big temple. And that was really nice when they rejoiced. And so when everyone had crossed and they had done this, Joshua had the Ark of the Covenant come out of the river and go onto the Promised Land side. And when the ark got back off into the banks, safely onto the banks, the River Jordan closed back up again. And the water filled up just like it was before. And they all rejoiced and prayed to God for this great miracle that happened. And Joshua said, whenever people, whenever your children or people ask what those big rocks are over there, you can tell them about this wonderful miracle that God has done for us. Uh, So when they got over to Israel, the promised land, they they were close to a big town called Jericho. And it had huge walls in it. And it was a large town. And it had people who didn't really like Joshua and his folks. So Joshua was a little concerned about those people in that town. Well, God... Um, God told Joshua that he would take care of him and protect him and the people. <clears throat> and Joshua wasn't quite sure what to do, uh, but, and he didn't know what to do, but he prayed to God, and as always, God is there to listen and to take care of you and to show you the way. And he said, Joshua, what you need to do is get all the people together and, and go around the city uh, one time every day, For six days. He said, Take the people in, half the people in front, and then take the Ark of the Covenant, and then take the priest with the shofars, and then the other half the people can come across. And they walked around the city for a whole day. He said, No one could talk, only blow the shofar. Mm -hmm. And they did that one two three four five six days and the people in the city didn't know what to do they had built the walls but they didn't know what god was up to well so on the seventh day god said joseph joseph i want you to take the people and walk around the city seven times so that the early, early in the morning, Joseph got the people to get up and they walked around the city. It was early and the sun was just coming up. And they were quiet, the shofar blow. And by the third time that they had gone around the city, it was hot that day. It was getting very hot and sunny. And the people in the city were very hot. And probably very hungry and very scared and they had gone around three times and then the day kept going on as the people of Israel traveled around the city and by the fifth time it had started to rain and the weather was getting a little bad and it was hard on the people but they believed and trusted in God and wanted to do God's will so they kept going around the city By the fifth time, by the seventh time, it was very late in the day. They had gone around the city seven times, and the sun was going down. And they were pretty tired, but they knew they had to keep their strength up to uh, do God's will. And so they did. They waited, just like Joseph had told them, not, not to say anything until the final blast of the shofar. And the final blast of the shofar, the people were to shout and yell, and the city of the walls will fall down. So, when... The people got to the seventh time, and the shofar blew. The walls fell down, the people shouted, and the walls fell down. And the people of Jericho ran away. And Joseph and the Israelites came to town, and they celebrated and they praised God. They prayed and they worshiped God for the wonderful miracle that he had saved and sent them. And protected them. And so that's our story for today of Joshua. And I think it tells us how we um, want to trust God. That we know that God will, has a plan for us all. And that if we listen hard and we trust God and hopefully we'll do what he wants, we'll follow him and he'll always protect us and always love us. Um, so um, I think I'll give it back to Miss Ellen and uh, for more music.
0: Hi boys and girls. There is a really fun song about this story. It's one of the best Bible story songs that there is. So we're going to, it's a new one. So you probably, you may have heard it before, but you may not have. The song is Joshua fought the battle of Jericho. We're going to sing that part. And then for the verses, we're going to listen. And if you hear anything from your story, from the story today, like anything like trumpet or someone's name, then, um, then you've really listened to the story. So here we go. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho. Thank you for waiting, boys and girls. You know that um, my technology is not, not the thing I do the best, but I try. Okay. Okay.
1: Joshua fought the battle of Jericho. Jericho, Jericho. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho, and the walls came tumbling down. Make that big. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho, Jericho, Jericho. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho, and the walls came tumbling
0: down. Right
1: up to the walls of Jericho, they marched with spears
0: in hand. They marched with so spears.
1: Joshua fought the battle of Jericho 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 Joshua fought the battle of Jericho and the walls came tumbling down Then the land ram, sheep, so the ram and sheep horns began
0: to sound the ram horn the trumpet
1: Fought the battle of Jericho, Jericho, Jericho. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho, and the walls came tumbling down. And the walls came tumbling down.
0: Listen to what you do with your voices now.
1: Start up high. Down.
0: Down. Try that again. That's really fun. just like the walls. Hold on just a minute. Boys and girls, if you like that song, it is very famous. And if you, if someone in your house, one of your parents, looks up Joshua Fought the Battle of Jericho, all sorts of famous singers have sung it. And it came from the African American community a really long time ago. So it's called an African American spiritual. So it's called Joshua Fought the Battle of Jericho, but if they can't find if they type fought and they don't see much that's because it's also called Joshua fit the battle of Jericho f i t fit so look it up that way too and you can you can hear all sorts of people singing that great song i'm going to turn it over now to miss margo for our craft and our bible verse
3: good morning everybody wasn't that such a great story We're so happy that you've been able to join us this morning for Children's Chapel. This morning I have our craft right here. Maybe you can tell what it is. It isn't as cool as the one Mr. Wink had, but this is a marching horn that I made. And the instructions are in the chat feed this morning, but you'll need paper and tape and scissors, but maybe your parents can help you with that to cut the ends of it. And I decorated mine with heart stickers today. But you can decorate yours however you want. And then you can play and act like you're marching around Jericho. Or you can just march around your kitchen. This morning we have a Bible verse that I'd like to share with you all. And it's from Joshua 6. And the Bible verse goes, When they gave a loud shout, the wall collapsed. Can you repeat that with me? When they gave a loud shout, the wall collapsed. So we are so glad that you've been able to join us this morning and hear our Bible story, and we hope you'll sing songs and make crafts this week and run around your house, pretending you're running around Jericho. And I'm going to close us with a prayer this morning, so if you'll repeat after me, let's pray.